0: and a little bit of paranoia. Welcome to the I Am in Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. That was a fun conversation, right?
1: It's Ed. It's always a fun conversation. I know.
0: He's, he's a fun guy to chat with. No pie, though. Oh, that's right. He does usually do the pie thing, doesn't he? He was doing that. Well,
1: I mean, he did, but DerbyCon, until there was no more DerbyCon, so...
0: Yeah, that's but. a shame. Why is this not... There we go. Eh, it's good enough. Alright. Your frame was it's all good messed enough. up. I fixed it. It's, it's it's close enough to done. It's close enough to right now. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I hope everybody checks out the holiday hack challenge. It's it's a lot of fun, and you know even if you're not an infosec professional, there is something there for you to learn, something there, something there to try out, and you get those quick, easy scores from from point to point. Where at least you haven't years past, I haven't looked at this year's challenge yet, but it's it gives you that little hit, you know, the little the little dopamine hit that makes you feel like you've accomplished something, and then it makes you want to do more, right? And it's it's fun. I, I like the way they set it up. They always set it up sort of easy to difficult and that's that's it's a good thing
1: yeah and that the so he was talking about the uh the little intro uh area that you're in uh which is which is helpful because it reminds well reminded me of things that i took me a while to learn last time um because i think the first year that they did it in this little virtual world that he's got you know you're running around doing everything and i was hitting some of the challenges and just pulling my pulling my hair out i'm like i don't what I, I don't even know what to do with this like i'm not even sure where to start Right, and it took me. It took me a a while, and I don't remember if somebody told me or if I did it by accident. Um, The little gift icon that's on the chest of your character that's running around. Yeah, you can you can click that, and there's all manner of information in there.
0: Yeah, there is,
1: and and tasks, and yeah. So
0: it's almost uh, like a quest log. You know, you're you're walking around the RPG, and you're you're like, what was I doing again? Where was I supposed to go? Oh, it's in the quest log. I'm supposed to go to this town, right? Yeah. Yeah. right
1: yep and that that uh, that there is definitely information in there that you want and that you should get and, and use um, and some of the you know the challenge the couple challenges that I did this year so far um, kind of explained everything they gave you you know it didn't give away everything but it gave you enough to, to go on yeah um, so I, I figured out the uh, s trace and L trace uh, uh, challenge uh, matter of fact just before um, I left and right after work, just before I ate dinner to come here, um, that one was neat because it's 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 a way of using those tools that I had never tried before. So the basic idea is that you, you've uh, you blew up your server and you had to reinstall, um, and you've reinstalled it, but now the the program that you need to run won't start. Please oh. fix it. And when you run the program, it basically says, you know, can't find you – know, it it fails because it can't find the registration file.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, But it
1: doesn't tell you what the registration file is. So you have to use the L-S-Trace so and L-Trace commands what to figure out to hit what, and, yeah. what the program is doing. And then when you figure out the file, I'm like, okay, touch the file. Okay, the file exists now. And now it pops up and says – uh, it can't find the registration in the file. So then you can use those commands to figure out what to put in the What's file.
0: It? What code is it looking yeah. for? Well, that's cool. That's right. cool.
1: Right. Which was, which was that that was new. I've never, yeah. um I've, I, I never thought to do that. Um, yeah, I like, so, you so could probably, you could,
0: a, a lot of times a capture the flag challenge will be, here's an insanely difficult problem to solve. Have fun. Here's a, here's a, here's a hint that might be helpful, but only if you kind of already know what you're supposed to do. Whereas Holiday Hack, it's, here's a talk about a technology. Here's a paper about that technology. Here's a challenge. And the challenge is probably based on the talk and the paper. So not only are you learning something new, but you're applying it right away. Right, which-
1: Oh, and by the way, there's a big chat window on the side where you can ask questions and people are asking questions and trying to figure things out.
0: right? Right, it's um, I. I really like the way that yeah. the way they have it set up. So yeah,
1: the other one, the other one I did that I spent the most time on was a challenge where there's a there's a program you're trying to run, and it won't run because there's a security um, system that's blocking it from running called Yara. Uh-huh. Um, and I've never I've never played with Yara, um, although I may look at it now. It's it's kind of it's kind of neat. Um, but basically what it, what it does is it, it looks at the binaries and the behavior and does a bunch of things based on that behavior. So you run the, you run the binary and it tells you like, yeah, you're blocked. I can't run this because this rule, this Yara rule, and you got to go into Yara and figure out the rule and then figure out how to get around it. And it involves dumping, use a, a, a program called XXD and all of this is, I'm not giving anything away. This is, this is like right in the directions use a program called xxd to turn the binary from a binary blob into a hex dump and then you can edit the hex dump and then you use xxd again in the reverse to take that hex dump and turn it back into a binary which i thought was really cool um and then you run it and you know so i spent i haven't i haven't solved that one i I think i know how to solve it i haven't it's i haven't spent enough time on it but um it's a lot of fun poking at it to figure it out
0: Cool. All right, so I think we're gonna move along into the announcements and get this show on the road. What do you think? It's probably the. Uh,
1: the yeah, I'm gonna to answer. I'm, I'm gonna answer Thor's question real quick though. You do that. Um, so, so he's they're they're asking how would anyone get into doing uh, CTFs, and I'm not sure if it's how do I make one or how do I play one. Um, I mean, the the holiday hacks a good example of well, just go there and play. Yeah, uh, but there's all there's all sorts of other sites like um, Hack the Box is one of the ones that that I see kicked around a lot. Yep. That's try uh, try hack me uh, is another one CTFs. that I've heard. Try try hack me. In fact, um, it,
0: it might have been a month or two ago we had a show specifically about participating in CTFs. You may want to go back right. and listen to that. Yep. It might have been show like one ten or one oh nine. It's probably titled yeah. something like CTFs.
1: <laughs> yeah, somebody should invent something to be able to search for those sorts of things
0: it is weird It's weird so yeah so, uh, but yeah hack the box try hack me the holiday hack challenge um, there's another one I can't think of at the moment it's probably talked about in that show but uh, and yeah and those are those are all online CTFs. ones yeah
1: and then if you if you go to like different conferences Shmoocon or or you know any of the the b-sides conferences a lot of them have um uh, ctfs that they play live um you know, it's pretty competitive at those, um, but there's uh, there's one called Pros versus Joes, which we do at the B sides Delaware Conference, um, which is specifically they they take you and they hook you up with a prof- you know they take they figure out who's who's a beginner who's a professional and they, they pair you together to learn, uh, and then and then off you go. So oh, that's pretty tons cool. Of-
0: so so you're not just learning from reading something; you're learning from literally no. someone who knows what they're doing, almost yep. like a mentor. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yep. Pretty cool. All right, so we're going to go on to announcements. Uh, first, as usual, is our Patreon update. We got a new patron uh, since our last show, which is pretty cool. He even reached out to me because sometimes I have trouble, like, pronouncing people's names. Uh, this is a pretty simple name, but it's a good thing that they reached out to me because I would have said it like a filthy American. Uh, but it's it's the letter Z, like us, us uh, Americans say it. But apparently he's from Canada or Europe. It's Zed. Zed Thor so there we go I got it right and I even pronounced it wrong to live up to our, our usual standards uh right <laughs> so <laughs> Zed Thor uh for 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 uh, that's another one I can't pronounce. Uh, f-f-e-r-a-u-u for for uh name pending 197 Jeremy yeah, Jeremy Aranami uh Andrew Tatro Bruce Robert Matt David Solemn with a three and an O in there, uh, trooper-ish. Linux sys six sixty six. Gimpy B. Mark with a K. The mentor. John, the nice guy. Mark with a C. Uh, Julius, Andy, J, Charles, and two two five three two. So thank you to all the patrons. Uh, you guys help make this show possible. You help pay for the hosting, for the. Uh, uh, now you're like messing around with the. What are you doing in the Google? No, doc? I'm just. What, are you going to break I'm, something? I'm,
1: no, I'm not going to break anything. I'm, I was curious. I was looking at this before. So this this Jeremy, what, what appears to be Jeremy yeah. character. I'm just wondering if if uh, the because it, it it's Are there like some kind a of like and phonetic a, things yeah, and a copyright know.
0: symbol. Well, that's that's Google and Docs. Op- if you look at. I don't know if you can see on our Patreon. Yeah, I was going to say, is it
1: is this like a UTF-8 thing between yeah. Patreon and and Google Docs? I'd or?
0: have to I'd have to copy it out of Patreon for you again, but uh, yeah, yeah I, th- I think Google Docs displays it differently than Patreon does. Anyway, thank you to you lovely patrons. You help keep the lights on, and it's very appreciated. All right. So if uh, anybody wants to support the show and get a t shirt instead of uh, just blindly sending money into the internet, you can do so at teespring, teespring.com slash stores slash iron Yeah. And we have a referral link here if you want to use, if you want to try out Riverside, which is the thing we use to record the show. I know there's that's probably not a huge use case for everyone listening, but if you think you want to start a podcast, it's a great way to do it. It Really is. So uh, you can go. Try that out if you wanted to. As far as reviews go, we got nothing new, so uh, you know I guess we're doing everything right, right? That's 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 my assumption. That or everybody hates us and no one's actually listening anymore. I hope that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's our announcement. You have any announcements that you didn't put in the thing? You don't have any conference to announce? You're you're, you're like in no, conference no. Uh, we're going now that it's over. So
1: that. Well, B-Sides, B-Sides is over. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was great. Uh, the, the videos are online if you want to watch them. Uh, the plan is to do it next year, preferably in person, hopefully in person. God, it's going so. to be in person, damn it. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're going to do it hybrid. The plan, The plan is to to stream it and have discord and all that as well. But we want, we want an in-person conference uh, come hell or high water. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot Uh, of conferences
0: that are doing that this year. There's just always, you know, one, there's low attendance because a lot of people are still worried. Uh, Two, there's usually a lot of regulation around like trying to protect the participants. Right. So uh, you may end up with that next year. Who knows? It's really hard to say right now. Last so, year at this time, we thought this year was going to be open again, but eh, here yeah, we are. <laughs>
1: so, so tentatively, uh, the dates are, and, and we have to confirm our venue and everything. So, this is this is not in stone, but tentatively, the dates are November 11th and 12th, which cool. is a Friday Saturday.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, I I may actually try to make it out next year if you're in person. Actually,
1: if we if we do it in person, we would probably do the whole weekend. So it'll probably be 11, 12, 13. So we'll 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 see. I mean, we'll we'll definitely put yeah. um, we'll put it out there once we know. Uh, but tentatively, that's cool. that's what it looks like.
0: Well, yeah, I didn't get to attend any this year just because life got busy. <laughs> so I uh, I'm sorry. I would have went and supported your conference, but <laughs> I just couldn't. Oh, uh, I get it. I mean, you yeah, know. I mean. It's, it's got to be the same for a lot of people, right? When you're home and you're trying to virtually attend a conference, you got a billion things demanding your attention. And that's exactly what happened to me.
1: Yeah, I, I have found that the best way to attend a virtual conference from home is to be the one running the conference. That way you're there.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good way to do it.
1: Um, this was the only conference I went to all year.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, i got to be honest. Virtual conferences, I'm getting sick of the whole concept, at least the way that they're being done at the moment, which is like, oh, we've got a chat platform, whatever that is, whether it's Discord or Slack or some integrated chat platform. And you can watch a bunch of streamed, possibly live, possibly recorded uh, talks, which I don't know. I, it just, it doesn't feel like a conference. It just feels like a collected, you know, collection of talks.
1: <laughs> Online conferences have not changed since late 90s early 2000s when they first started.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Th- there's been no innovation, no nothing. It's it's the same thing it was back then. Yeah,
0: you would think that this year, last year, there would have been a ton of innovation in that space. And there really there, hasn't been.
1: There have been a couple companies who are starting to innovate, but you know, tr- trying to build a platform that can support a conference online with everything that it entails in a short period of time is not a trivial yeah. thing to do, yeah, so you know they're they're starting to come out, but by the time they get out like unfortunately, you know, I think that by the time that they're ready to be you know fully baked platforms to to use, um i hope really really hope that this whole lockdown virtual conference, you know afraid of afraid of my own shadow thing is going to be over,
0: yeah, I think a lot of us hope that.
1: Yeah, I mean, by the time I get my twelfth booster shot, I'm 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 pretty much going to be done with all this.
0: So. <laughs> my gosh, it's it's terrible. It is terrible. All right. So um, as far as chat goes, I mean, we're we're coming up on Christmas, and that usually means I don't have as much time for projects and stuff that uh, that I might talk about in this section. Um, so you know, that's not an excuse, but. I don't have a lot of projects to talk about in this section <laughs> which is usually no. what we use this for i did get my jeep back on the road which i've probably said lots of times on this show um, because it goes through phases of drivable and broken for months well this time it was about a month that i had the whole steering torn out of it and actually it wasn't because it was anything particularly complicated to replace i was replacing some worn out steering joints which is something that happens to every car this isn't anything special to me having a Jeep that I drive off-road or anything. Um, it's just that one of those pieces, and I'm sure people can relate to this, one of those pieces I could not find anywhere. The manufacturer that makes it was back ordered. Every auto parts store in the area was, it, was, was out of stock. Every auto parts store I found online was out of stock. Um, I ended up finding one that had what they refer to as new old stock. If you're not familiar with that term, it means we have an old version of this part that nobody bought, and we found laying in a box somewhere so that's what i put
1: in you can have it for twice the price
0: (laughs) you can have it for twice the price so yeah you know usually like when an auto parts store goes out of business or something they sell off all of their inventory to some liquidator and then it gets sold to other places as new old stock and that's what this was it's the only way i was able to find the dang thing so hopefully it's not because they don't make it anymore and it's actually just supply chain problems but uh at the moment i have a quote-unquote new one in the jeep and uh, hopefully i won't need another one for quite a while
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I am vehicle. Well, I, I, use my wife's vehicle now, but I am, I am vehicleless. After, after 250,000 miles, uh, it was finally time to retire the, the, the focus. The
0: focus finally died? Or did you just, did no. just retired nope. it? It didn't die. You just nope. got rid of
1: it. No, the, so the engine is fine. Nope. That, that, that engine will go another 250,000 miles. I need a new rack.
0: Oh, um, that's not true. Apparently. Cheap. Probably cost more than the uh, car. No.
1: Uh, yeah, it it's potential that it might cost more than the car yeah. is worth. So, yeah, I, honestly, I, I, I you know it's just it's sitting in the garage right now. Um, maybe next year I pull it out and do the rack. Anyway, I don't know. I haven't decided what I want to do. Um, we haven't really had a need for two cars in the past two years. So
0: I know the feeling. You know. I was just having this conversation <laughs> with a friend the other day because he has, well, he had a car in an accident. And he's that was like two months ago. He literally got hit by a school bus. Like not a school bus that was actually employed by a school. It was a school bus that's apparently somebody had bought and was living out of. Oh. And they were high. And they hit him.
1: That's that's a that's a school RV.
0: Yeah, it's a school RV. But it but physically it was a school bus. You know, it was the, the yes. same size, shape, and weight, even bright yellow, as a school bus. Uh, but anyway, he got he got rear-ended by the school bus. And uh, his car, of course, got totaled because it got re rented by a freaking school bus. And he's been without a car for two months now or so. But anyway, uh, we were, I was having this conversation with him. I'm like, you know, working from home, um, my wife is a stay at home mom. Like, we could probably survive on one vehicle. Unfortunately, I'm addicted to vehicles, so we can't live with one vehicle. <laughs> so we have three for two people, one of which works from home, and the other of which doesn't actually have to commute anywhere other than carting the kids around. So, yeah, we could, we could probably get by with a single minivan, but that's just not me.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have so, – so my wife's car is on the road. It's in fine condition, no issues. So if, if we need to go on a trip or if I have to go in you know, to work – hours away. I can take that. And my car is there and it is drivable and it it works and it runs. So in a pinch in an emergency where I absolutely have to get somewhere and that's the only vehicle I have, I'm okay taking it on the road. Like, yeah. you know, oh, but your it's not it's not registered like whatever. It's an emergency. Get over it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like my Jeep. Like I yeah. can it's perfectly drivable on the street. It's not comfortable to drive on the street. It's not yeah. as safe as your general vehicle, but for someone who knows what they're driving, it's it's perfectly fine, especially for a short or emergency drive. But uh, but yeah, we still have two extra vehicles though. So <laughs> one of them is eventually going to tow the Jeep, so that the Jeep no longer has to drive on the road. That's the that's the goal, right? That's the reason we have the two. So anyway, because again, I'm addicted to vehicles. But uh, anyway, this isn't a show about Nate's addiction to Jeeps. Uh, the other things I'm doing is have that's you... the other show. Have, yeah that's right. That's the other show have you have you done anything with you with your 3d printer I know you have one I don't know how much you're using it
1: um i I mean I have printed pieces and parts and stuff on it and and poked around at it a whole bunch so yeah I mean yes
0: I found no. a cool printable fidget thing called an infinity cube oh, there's another benchy that's what you you you've always got Benchies to show us but I printed like a that. bunch of these little Benchy guys, if anybody can see them on the video. Or not Benchy. Uh, you've got like a... whatever that is. These infinity cubes, they're like a fidget toy, because yeah. kids love fidget toys. Um, I printed one for each of the kids. This one's going to their cousin. Not as a Christmas gift, exactly. Just uh, He'll probably get it on Christmas, just because. But yeah, they're just like, you know, it folds, right? It's not like a Rubik's Cube or something. It's just like you, know, you can ha- hang out and play with it. But anyway, um, like it came out pretty well. It's a it's a print in place thing, which is they yeah. always fascinate me because all these little joints and stuff. It comes out that way. All you do is clean off the support material if there is any and then break the joints and off you go. So it's pretty cool. So that's fun. Um yeah. Otherwise, I actually have uh my my sister is a Sailor Moon fan and I have a Sailor Moon figure. That I've printed out for her, and I'm gonna paint and stuff for her for Christmas. So hopefully she she enjoys that. And otherwise, I've been tinkering with VR a lot because VR is fun. I don't know, like VR was one of those things that when I was a kid, it was like science fiction. I'm sure you same way, right? You oh saw, yeah. You saw a lawnmower man, right? And you're like, yeah. wow, VR, that's awesome. That'll never happen. That's all. Can't, that's can't that's just something.
1: I get uploaded.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just something I'll see in movies and whatever. And now we have it. Oh, no. And it's it's actually really cool. It's actually yes. really cool, right? So I've I've been I've been sort of latched on to the whole this whole metaverse concept since uh, since the announcement from from Facebook because part of me is like Zuckerberg was talking about how they are like it's like their birthright <laughs> to be the quote-unquote the metaverse. Right. And part of me was like, no, this can't be something that he thought up. So I started looking into it. And sure enough, he he didn't. There's lots of other companies that are doing similar things. Oh,
1: yes, of course.
0: So I've been looking into those because I'm one, because I'm curious about the technology, like what makes a metaverse versus what makes an online game. And the distinction is really, really fine. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll probably have an upcoming show. Because I, I, w- I want to kind of like talk about it as a topic, and I have this crazy idea that I want to try to host an episode of the show from a virtual space, if I can make that happen. Something that you can join even without having a VR setup, because I don't think you have a VR setup, but that also I, Mark and I... I have one can borrow. Okay. Well, my my point is that there's this app called VR Chat, which in itself is like this this scary, like... Imagine, imagine chat rooms from the '90s and how skeevy uh, they were. I know what VR chat is. And, I, I know what it is. And then it's a virtual space <laughs> where people can uh-huh. like literally look as skeevy as they sound. <laughs> That's VR chat. But the, it's not
1: only it's not only skeevy people. No, it's not so only
0: that. There's lots of fun yeah. things you can do there. I I, I was joking because my kids saw me tinkering with it and they were like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Well, it's kind of like Roblox, but for adults." And that's really the best way I can describe it.
1: <laughs> and you're not touching it until you're 21. <laughs>
0: you're not touching it until you're a lot older. But anyway, um, one of the cool things about it is you can design your own space and it uses Unity. Are you familiar with Unity? Yes. You've got to be familiar with Unity, which is basically a game development platform, right? It literally uses Unity to make 3D spaces and scripting. And, and like, yep. it's, it's pretty cool. So I've been learning Unity to try to make basically a podcast studio in VR. And if I can succeed on that, I think it's just going to be a fun little project. We may use it once and never touch it again, or maybe it becomes the way that we stream the show. I don't know. I don't know. We will see. We'll see how it works out. But uh, it's just, you know, a fun little thing I've been tinkering with in the multitudes of spare time that I have this time of year.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm 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 thrilled by the idea of online worlds. Yeah. Um, me too. Uh, but if it is if it is a Zuckerberg run world, I will never be in it.
0: Yeah, so and this, that's, that's... Everybody that's, will just bypass me. That's kind <laughs> of the, the topic I have in mind for a future show, so... Uh, and uh I don't know if you remember, we had... What was his name? Josh from Papercut? And we ended up talking about VR with him a little bit.
1: Uh, were you on the Papercut episode? I don't remember. Was I? I don't remember.
0: I know Mark was there. I can't remember if you were there. But anyway, we, we ended up, after we talked about Papercut and the product and the stuff that they offer, we just kind of sidetracked into VR because both Mark and he were big on VR. This Josh guy, he's really big on VR. We may actually bring him back to talk about it too, because he's got opinions. So, you know, there, are they're, I think there's a lot of cool potential there. And I, 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 there've been so many technologies that have come and I've laughed at, and then they've become huge. I don't really want this to be another one. <laughs>
1: No, I mean, I I've, <laughs> I have looked forward to being able to get into like actual, honest to god, usable VR forever. Um, you know, right now, I I mean, I'd go out and buy a VR setup and and just start going going at it. But I don't know that it's quite where I want it to be yet. Yeah, I, I would like to I would like to sit down da- sit down at my desk in the morning, drop my VR glasses on, and and go to work. It's
0: That's what funny. I want. I want it's- you know. I was, I was chatting with some coworkers via email, ironically enough. We're talking about virtual worlds, which is one of the newest forms of communication and one of the oldest forms of electronic communication, email. <laughs> but um, she does that. She actually has a virtual space where she puts on her headset in the morning. And she has, I mean, it's probably the worst way to do this, but it's kind of the gateway to doing this, where she has virtual spaces that are just like remote desktop sessions in front of her. Right. Yeah. And and she can interact with those. I don't know how you. I guess you type with a visual keyboard, which sounds very clunky. Uh, and I don't know if I could do my job that way. But she says it's functional, which is kind of neat.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, I don't know if you ever met him, but um, there's a guy uh, uh, goes by the name of Blind Hacker. Yeah. Who does. And 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 this is one of those where it's like, wait a minute, because he's he's a literally a he's blind literally blind hacker. yeah he's, yeah he's i blind. met him
0: i met him at b-sides and, last year i think i was chatting with him for quite a while and, and
1: and just to make sure that we understand legally blind so he's he's he has vision issues but i like i guess he can see some yeah. things but it's 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 debilitated to the point where he's legally blind well he does he does a ton in vr Yeah, Um, and I think he has different setups like that that he that he uses. Matter of fact, I think he gave his um, his B sides talk. I sort of did it. He sort of did it in VR, I believe. Um, I wonder. uh,
0: I wonder if for somebody, and and again, I don't. Maybe you don't know this, and I don't want to dig too deeply into the poor man's disability. But I wonder if people with his type of disability can see VR better than they can a monitor because the screens are like right up close to your eyes. I find that I don't need my I, own I don't need my glasses when I'm using VR. I can see everything just fine. Yeah, I think, because it's a distance thing for me and I, I don't know how eyes work, but I'm curious. I think
1: he actually mentioned that. He he yeah. said he said that's that's one of the reasons that he does it. Um I I had made a comment uh, at one point about VR um in fa- I can't I don't see 3D. I have no three-dimensional vision. Okay. Um because of because of my own eye issues. Um so you know, I apparently do really well and I can, I know things are three-dimensional, but I, I, I'm told that I only ever see in 2D. And I, I sort of mentioned that at one point, um, I think it was on one of the blog posts I made, um, a couple of years ago. And, you know, I kind of mentioned like, I, you know, I'd love to get into this. It'd be, it'd be really neat, but like, I can't see 3D. So I'm not sure that this is going to do anything, anything at all for me, um, and uh, John Carmack actually responded to that. Oh, and, that's awesome. And, and he popped in. He's like, yes, you'll still benefit from it, though. So give yeah. it a shot. Um, yeah. And, so, and he's, I mean, he's, the, he's, he's right. He's absolutely right.
0: Yeah. The You still get the benefits of being immersed. Yes. I mean, you, you don't see 3D. The, you don't see the normal world in 3D the way no. the rest of us do because of whatever issue you have with your eyes. So you would see VR in the same way you see... R <laughs> reality right? <laughs> I guess <laughs> I would think anyway, and you'd still yeah. have the benefit of the tracking and the you know the the immersion that you get out of VR. Yep. It's just you wouldn't get the the three D aspect of it. Right. So yeah,
1: yeah. So so it's uh, you know it's something that I'm I would be interested in in pursuing. I just I I want I want to be able to like I I love the idea of being able to. Set up a bunch of virtual, def, you know, different virtual desktops and and whatever. Um, I mean, one of the things that I would really love to be able to do is is like have a, a headset I can just plug HDMI into, and you know, yeah. throw a, Xbox in there or you know, Switch or or you know,
0: I was whatever. I was hoping because the the headset I have the video input for it is HDMI, but it doesn't. Like it uses, it must use some sort of a special driver because the the machine doesn't see it as a display. It yeah. sees it as a, as a VR headset and uh, you can only use it through stuff that's made to output to a VR headset. So I can't just like use it as a monitor, for example. And I don't know yeah, if that would I, work anyway, but it may, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I found one set, one headset that that's designed for that. It's from Sony and it's like $900. So I was like, yeah, no. I'll I mean, that's, throw it up on a TV.
0: that's the cost of VR headsets. I mean, the, the one I've got is yeah, several that's, years old, but when it was new, it was five, six hundred bucks. Uh, that's the Valve all Index it today you, is like seven, eight hundred yeah. bucks, right?
1: You plugged the HDMI into it, so it's just a and display. it displayed it on a yeah. virtual screen,
0: yeah. and that was it. There was yeah. no VR
1: or anything. It was just yeah, a virtual screen for you. So. That doesn't
0: sound useful at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds useful if that's what you're looking for, but it doesn't sound. Well, it's worth a thousand. dollars So
1: I, I haven't I haven't looked lately to see what what VR stuff is out there and, and you know maybe the, I will after the holiday maybe I should do it now while everything's on sale.
0: There you go. The <laughs> uh, the biggest problem I have with the technology as it is today, and again I have an older headset, is the the screen door effect. Um, with with games you kind of look past it, but if you're doing anything like if you if I, I can pull up my desktop in VR through Steam VR but you can't read you can't interact with it you can't really read it unless you magnify everything because it's just one the resolution's not there and two everything has this like screen door in front of it which is i think an archi- uh, an, an artifact of the fact that the screens have a certain dots per inch right and that's magnified yeah. so you actually get space between the pixels because it's so magnified onto your eye right which could be why i don't need my glasses to see it <laughs> but uh, that would but yeah be nice. Yeah, so anyway, it's fun. And I think it's 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 awesome that the technology is here now. And uh, I'm saddened by the fact that the people pioneering it at the moment or making it accessible are also looking to do it or use it to suck every penny they can out of people as products. But uh, again, we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, some sort of an ESP32 project? You're, or not project maybe, but product? You're, uh yeah so
1: so the what is it, the home automation channel on discord mm-hmm. somebody had posted an article about building a uh uh like a a ring doorbell yeah. a, a homemade ring doorbell type thing yeah and i I've gone back and forth on ring a million times i keep looking at it and and you know because i would i would love The way that my house is set up and the fact that, you know, I'm in an office most of the day and and the animals aren't necessarily, you know, can't necessarily hear that somebody's at the door or whatever. um, Having a doorbell that people can ring, because I don't have a doorbell at all, uh, would be nice. And, you know, being able to, like, say, hey, you know, I'll be there. I'll be right there. Um, So I've kind of bounced back and forth on that. And when I saw that that article, I was like, oh, okay, I'll I'll take a look at this. so I, I poked around a little bit. The link that they have in the article to this, it's an ESP32 um, Lily Go or something like that. Um, their link doesn't work because whatever, wherever it goes, that it's not sold there anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. But I found the same thing on Tindy, uh, which I trust a lot more than, what is it, AliExpress, I think is where they were. They, yeah. they had the link to. Yeah. Um, I, I trust Tindy a lot more. So um, Tindy has them. I ordered one uh it'll come in the mail and I'll I'll do something with it I guess
0: <laughs> eventually um
1: I'll I'll figure out how it works and and figure out how to make it do what I want it to do I hope yeah um so we'll we'll see
0: yeah and I, I, I
1: also ordered sorry go ahead I was going to say I, I, on the same along the same sort of uh uh maker type uh track I also ordered a pincel I don't know if you've seen seen these yet Um, so there's a there's a soldering iron out there called a TS-100 it's like this really thin really cool um USB powered well I guess it's USB powered uh really high end uh uh soldering iron and the guys that make the Pine 64 and the the Pine phone and the Pine laptop and, and all the Pine stuff have a uh a knockoff of the TS100 called the Pine Sil, Um which it, you know is a play on pencil. Uh, yeah. For like, I think it was like a quarter of the price of the TS100. And I watched a couple different reviews on it, and they're like, "Yeah, it's it's basically a TS100. Same, you know, it uses the same um, the same tips that the TS100 uses. Uh, it's just custom, like custom chip, custom firmware, the That's whole nine yards." Uh, it was like 20 bucks. So I was like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll throw 20 bucks out there and try this. So I ordered it. It shipped from China. Um, (laughs) it made it to the U S uh, it made it to New York specifically bounced around in New York a little bit. Uh, went over to Jersey, bounced around in Jersey a little bit. And now it's currently bouncing around Illinois.
0: (laughs) The wrong part of the country.
1: (laughs) I have no idea (laughs) what they're doing. I'm hoping it makes it here at some point.
0: I, look, I looked at it
1: yesterday, and it said it was delivered. And I was like, what? Um, but it doesn't say delivered anymore. Now it's now it's still in shipping. So uh, hopefully it makes it here. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the first time something from overseas That's went, funny. went in weird directions and That's never funny. made it? But. Yeah,
0: I get um, you talked about AliExpress. I get my, my smart light bulbs from AliExpress because they're the only place that I've been able to find them at a decent price. And you're right. Every time I'm there, I feel like I, I always use a privacy.com, uh, credit card instead of uh, instead of using like an actual like my normal credit card because I just I feel like anything I put in here is going to be sucked up by like the Chinese government or something because it's basically the Chinese Amazon. Is <laughs> what it comes yeah. down to. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what I thought, and I, I kept looking at it, going, eh, no, I yeah. don't, I don't like. I, I've been sent there a number of times for all sorts of different stuff, and
0: well, it's, I, it's a great no. place to find cheap, no name electronics. Like if you need an ESP board and you go to AliExpress, you're going to find it a lot cheaper than you will on Amazon, but you don't know, like one, it could take three months to get to you because <laughs> it's literally coming from China. You know, it's, yep. it's sourcing from China. It's not like, yeah. like Amazon where it's sourced all over the freaking world. It's like, nope, little warehouse somewhere in China is where these things come from. Um, you don't know the quality that you're going to get, and I mean, if you need to return something, I don't even know what that's going to look like, right? So,
1: <laughs> yeah, for, for for items that are like five or ten bucks, like maybe, yeah. but yeah, yeah right. Anything, anything. So
0: the the bulbs for a set, I think a box of four of them, I spent twenty bucks, and they're oh. pretty good, right? I've had one fail on me, and I can probably go get that replaced if I wanted to. But to be honest, for the hassle and the five dollars, I just bought a new bulb. <laughs>
1: China is very happy for the botnet bandwidth and listening posts that you've added to your house.
0: Yeah, right, right. No, I mean, these are, so you're right, right? I mean, they're electronics you don't know. Um, But I'm familiar enough with the ESP board and the software running on it that I'm pretty sure they're safe. (laughs) Unless there's like a secondary board in there that I don't know about. But there could be. That's possible.
1: There could be a grain of rice underneath a chip oh, connected right. to the – Oh, you're right. You're
0: right. could be a grain of rice. Grain of rice. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you're you're right. There's, it's, it's absolutely possible <laughs> there are little Chinese listening devices in my house. I'm pretty sure they're not, though.
1: <laughs> and, and if they are, I, you know, my house would be the same. It'd be like, okay, did you hear anything that was useful? Yeah, they did.
0: Can you re- can, can you tell me the password? I can't remember because <laughs> yeah. i I, yeah. I i really want to get back into my bank account and I can't remember what I set the password to.
1: <laughs> can you send me transcripts so that I can remember what happened yesterday? Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> hey, that argument my uh, my wife and I had. Can you tell me which one of us was right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it, and she does clearly. No. And now no, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. you
1: you're, <laughs> she is always right. It doesn't yeah. matter when she's when she's wrong. She's right.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. So, all uh, oh, oh, right, you were talking that's... about the doorbell thing. um i I told you this in in the in Discord, but I figured I would say it for the benefit of the show as well. Uh, I picked up for fifty bucks, I picked up the wise camera doorbell, which for the price, I just kind of impulse bought, and I thought, I'll figure it out. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Well, it's actually pretty nice. It does depend on their cloud, though, and it doesn't integrate with home assistant the way I hoped it might. Uh, apparently, with enough hackery, you can kind of integrate it, but it still uses their cloud. So um, anyone who doesn't mind that, it does work really well. And even without their Cam Plus subscription, it uh, it does some limited motion detection to tell me when there's somebody on my front porch. You can do the intercom thing where you know there's a delivery guy at your front door and you need to tell them to just leave the package. And it has a camera in it. Um, but you know, is is wise <laughs> collecting? footage on my front porch, I have no idea.
1: Yeah, but my, my ESP board, I can add a laser to it. So
0: Yes! You, know. you can have a doorbell with freaking laser beams. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Stop coming to my house and prophesizing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will burn it into your forehead. Yeah. Alright. So, yeah. Cool stuff going on. Might as well move on into the news, right? There's a button for that. Do you, do you remember the color of the button? Someone in the chat, purple or something? Out. Yeah, it's right. Here. Are you a fan of the Iron Sisypn podcast? If you are, don't forget you can support the show via Patreon at patreoncom slash or you can buy merchandise at teespringcom slash stores slash And thank you. Wait, the Button, Frank. Got to push the button. Frank, we need a co-host named Frank so that, you know, makes more sense. Maybe I'll just like do a very terrible overdub of uh, push the button Nate. <laughs> <laughs> you have it
1: have have the first part of it correct, and then just yeah. inject the Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then
0: just be Nate. <laughs> All blown right. It
1: sounds horrible. And yeah, then you've done it correctly. Well,
0: yeah, it has to sound as horrible as this sound clip does. Push the button, Frank. You hear like blown out, yep. it sounds and all that stuff. Yeah. It has to sound just as terrible. Make sure I- there's,
1: make sure there's a dumb pause in there. Yeah. Push the button. Nate. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Right. It's like, uh, I, I think somebody like recorded that from holding a microphone up to their television. Oh, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So did you hear that there was an outage? at some little hosting provider earlier this week? Yeah,
1: I I couldn't play Christmas music on my device.
0: Oh, yeah? Was that down too? I I honestly didn't try, but yes. Yeah, so, I mean, when an outage at one hosting provider can affect things from package deliveries to Disney Plus streaming to uh, music being played on your smart speaker to movies being streamed on netflix it has to be the one and only amazon web services
1: (laughs) you forgot the most important thing what's that one rumbas didn't rumba
0: are you kidding me wow (laughs) no my my rumba is not cloud connected because it's like 15 years old old at this point
1: (laughs) The newer ones apparently are, and because the cloud was down, the Roombas would not do the Roombating.
0: People's vacuum cleaners were broken because Amazon was (laughs) down. Folks, you know how I feel about single hosting providers controlling everything, right? This, I I don't even, do I really need to say it? You you know what I'm going to say, don't you, Jason?
1: Forget (laughs) forget single hosting providers connecting to things. Like, why the hell is your vacuum cleaner connecting to the cloud?
0: Right, right. Um, What? This is gonna sound like old man shouts at cloud, but it's the same problem over and over again. Amazon Web Services goes down, the the, the world goes insane. V- vacuum cleaners don't work, ba- packages can't be delivered, Disney Plus doesn't work. Uh, I mean, l- set aside the fact that if there, if you have a properly architected application on Amazon Web Services, even a whole region going down Shouldn't affect your service, right? Am I wrong? I think that's that's the way this is supposed to work. Uh, but all that aside, right? People are like, oh, it's in the cloud; it'll just work, right? Well, it doesn't always. <laughs> and when it doesn't, this happens. Uh, so I I don't I haven't seen like a post mortem of what happened to Amazon Web Services and why it was down for it was a couple yeah. Hours, it might be
1: too early for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, uh, no more than a couple hours. I think it was down pretty much all day. Okay. Well, um,
0: U.S. East 1 went down, and uh, you know, surprisingly, I didn't even notice because I work at a company that doesn't necessarily depend on Amazon, um, <laughs> but uh, apparently a lot of pe- pe- people did. In fact, our, uh, our sometimes co-host, Charles, uh, does have applications that are well-architected and run on AWS, and his were up, <laughs> if I remember correctly. At least that's the chatter I saw out of him, I think. Or maybe he was just like, oh, they're down and we can't do anything about it. Um, but, um, so yeah, no,
1: I think the last time, so, so first of all, U S East one is the oldest of the Amazon regions.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, so, you know, there are some of, some of the reasons that you have outages in U S East one are because, well, (laughs) it's kind of old. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's in a lot of cases, it's version one of things that they've done. And the reason that it affects so much is because it was the first region, and a lot of stuff was built to depend on that. And you know, over time, it's been distributed, but you know, some things just haven't gotten there yet. Um, I mean, AWS is a is it's a it's a big service. There's there's a lot of big they control satellites, literally.
0: So like, did any satellites um, crash? There's a lot there.
1: Uh, no, no, no. But um, I saw, I did see a post on Twitter. This is slightly tangential, but I did see a post on Twitter from uh, somebody who who mentioned that um, the record for the most expensive VM uh, in Amazon has been broken. Uh, there is an AMI that is some sort of satellite controller that is uh, in excess of ten thousand dollars an hour. Wow! So it's I, what did he say? I think he said it was like eight million dollars a year or something to run this thing.
0: <laughs> is that being paid for by taxpayers? I, just, Probably. Whoever
1: spins it up, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yes. yeah. So well, U.S. I mean, controlling satellites down, is the sort
0: of thing that governments usually do, which is what I'm saying.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, uh, I, I'm not, I haven't really dug, I don't really have a need to control satellites. So I haven't dug into it so yeah, much. Yeah, right. Um, but the very brief uh, bit that I looked at is there's some sort of like, Standard for codes and stuff for connecting the satellites, um, and you just put these codes in and you get connected to the satellite. So I, I, I'm not entirely certain how all that works. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, US, US East One is is old and 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 crotchety, and and this was a uh, multiple. According to what I was reading, it was uh, hardware failure mm-hmm. or hardware. Um, Maybe not complete failure, but, but at least a degradation in hardware. And it was more than one piece of hardware. It was apparently several pieces.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, data centers do get old, right? And yeah. AWS has been around. If that is their oldest data center, uh, you're talking 15 years or so? From, what, from when I first heard about it. And maybe older than that.
1: I'm probably older than that. Like, I, I, like, does that data I center
0: even predate AWS? Is that like Amazon's data center? right, from before uh, AWS was a thing. So does that mean that this there could be stuff that's even older? I don't know. But you think a cloud like that would be the sort of thing that they can upgrade, and that was the whole point, right? So why yeah. is there hardware that's that old? Unless we're talking about infrastructure, which you generally yeah, don't. I, you know, like power, for example, Ethernet cabling, stuff like that doesn't always get refreshed at the same rate that hardware, physical hardware does. So right. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say.
1: Well, did your did your security camera work? Your wise camera?
0: Uh, apparently that was affected. I don't know that it didn't. <laughs> but it's also not a security camera. It's just a doorbell. Well, so if, if nobody doorbell. walked you know, on my door- porch and nobody rang the doorbell, I wouldn't have noticed.
1: That you know of. Maybe somebody did. Maybe, maybe you had like a thousand did. visitors and you have no idea.
0: Maybe. Maybe someone um, maybe somebody what, stuck onto my porch and stole the Christmas decorations and I don't even know it.
1: What I haven't seen. I better go seen, check.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> What I, what I have not seen is uh, the last time there was a major U.S. East 1 outage, uh, things like Slack went down. Mm-hmm. And I have not heard anything about that. And Slack specifically said, we're aware of what happened. We know why it happened. We are going to you know work on distributing through other regions right. and making sure that we don't have a single region that, that kills us. Right. Um, so I don't know if that means that they did that. Because right. I didn't, I don't think I've seen anything anywhere that says Slack went down. Yeah. So it yeah. is possible to set things up in a, you yeah. know, in a way such that this won't, you know, won't kill you completely.
0: Absolutely, and that's that's kind of the point, right? This is the, the cloud infrastructure is meant to be disposable, right? That's not the same. Putting stuff in a cloud that is supposed to be resilient isn't really what AWS is for. AWS is for like on demand resources um so if you design your thing so that if it goes down it does not bring itself back up or self-heal then you you kind of did it wrong right like you you can run always on services on amazon and they're pretty good i've done it you know simple stuff that didn't really matter if it was resilient that i kept backups of so that if if it were to vanish which does happen sometimes on amazon um i could then restore it you know because it isn't mission critical stuff But,
1: uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's any, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get beat up for it, but I I don't know that there's any infrastructure as a service providers who can provide you a, you know, any, a a given set of infrastructure that is automatically resilient without you having to do anything. Right. You know, it's not like you deploy your, you know, you deploy your VM to, to, you know, provider X cloud provider. And, and, and they guarantee resilient. that it yeah. will never, ever, ever go down, even if half the world blows up. Yeah. Now we're now getting that there. With, that doesn't exist.
0: Like, like some container hosts can do that, but again, it depends on deploying to a container and knowing how to do that and building your application right. so that it can be done that way. Right. It, it's not just like yeah. I've turned on a VM on uh, provider X and now it's 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 resilient. Right. It, they do not really work that it, way. It,
1: it's different than software as a service where you would expect that if you put something in, say, Google Drive or Box or yeah. Dropbox that, right. you know, it's there. Yep. You know, like, I put it there. It's there. It's there forever. It's always there. I don't have to worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, as long as I have internet connection, I can get to it. E- even those go down sometimes. Yeah. Um, yep. But, you know, that's, there's a big difference. You know, Amazon's, you know, Amazon, like any other cloud provider, here's some rope. If you hang yourself... You
0: know, yeah, it's right. Not my fault. Right.
1: I'm just the provider of rope. <laughs> you can tie all the knots with rope.
0: Life. Feel free to hang yourself. All right. So the next Let's thing. Roll. Oh, sorry. That last article was from the Verge. I forgot to say that. The next article is also no, from the. So Verge. is this one? So here we go. More, more verging. Um, so we talked a little bit about Facebook, Meta, the metaverse, uh, in the chat part. Um, apparently, so. I, I just learned about this today, and apparently it just released today, and I only found out about it today because a YouTube channel that I watch, it's all about VR, was talking about it. So, you know, the internet works. Yay. Uh, today, apparently, um, the, uh, uh, the, the 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 Facebook metaverse, they're calling it the Horizon Worlds, has come out of beta. Or alpha? Come out of beta, I think it says. Yeah. So it's, it's available. Uh, you can go ahead and go play it. Uh, as long as you have a Facebook account and as long as you have an Oculus Quest two. Only an Oculus Quest two. So, you know, the very expensive VR helmet headset that which, I have.
1: Which as I understand it requires a Facebook account. That's what I mean. If you have
0: a Facebook account because you need that to use the Oculus Quest. Yeah. Uh you can't have an Oculus Quest one or a Rift. You have to have a Quest two, right? So um well, two is better. I don't know if this is indicative of where Facebook is intending to go, or if it's just that, of course, the first rever- first version of your application works on your hardware uh, and they're gonna expand it. I hope that, for this, just for the sake of the space, I hope that they expand it to be usable on other platforms, but Facebook being them, sorry, Meta being formerly Facebook. Um, it's Facebook. It, it wouldn't surprise me if their whole plan is to say, nope, you gotta use our hardware. of of course and that just makes it worse if you ask me (laughs) but if you have an Oculus Quest 2 if you have an Oculus Quest 2 you can go check out uh, Facebook, sorry, Meta's Horizon Worlds and uh, see what all the buzz is about it looks very weird because nobody has any feet
1: (laughs) yes, everybody floats around I do do see that Uh,
0: even in the, the demo that I saw on that YouTube channel she had no feet So, um, now all of the like screenshots, not screenshots, but like pictures and stuff where they demoed what this thing might be, everyone had feet. So I don't know if that means they are going to eventually have feet. VR chat, they have feet. (laughs) In fact, um, VR chat, you can use full body tracking and not only can you have feet that just sort of automatically move as you're moving like a robot would, uh, but they will actually track your feet and your hips and your elbows and whatever to give you like the full effect of you being in VR for people seeing you, there's people that do like dancing and whatever in VR, uh, because yeah, of the I've, full body I, tracking, which is kind of neat, right?
1: I, I, I've seen some pretty crazy stuff that they've, they built with, with, I mean, I've seen pictures of it, but the, yeah. the of, of the VR chat stuff. Yeah. There's some, there's some crazy rigs that people have that you do like all manner of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, the, the comments in this post, this, this post about the, uh, Horizon Worlds or whatever it is is actually kind of funny. I don't usually and the. Look very at the first comment, comment I see here, okay. yeah, The very first comment I see is, I guess you don't need legs in a virtual world. Yeah, and and that's quickly followed up by the argument over genitalia has finally come to an end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there aren't any. <laughs> They're all gone So
1: yeah, that's great.
0: That is funny. That so, is funny.
1: I, I think I've I think I've hit my quota of talking about that evil company now. Yeah. Let's talk about other evil companies.
0: So we'll we'll have a show about it, you know, where we can bash them all you want. I'll I'll make sure we can plan it on a night where you can be there and talk about the company <laughs> you hate so much. <laughs> all right. So what's this last one I put in? Oh, this is this is really fun. This is this is great.
1: <laughs> Fun's an interesting term to this use is, for this one.
0: This is this is awesome. So this one comes mm-hmm. from, and this is really just because it's the first article I found mm-hmm. about it from MSN Money, right? Um, apparently, Android devices. Greater than ten, I think it is Android ten and up, if I remember correctly. Uh, if you have <laughs> Teams installed, that is Microsoft Teams, their their meeting and chat application. You know, they're they're uh, uh, well, yeah, they're like competitor to WebEx, whatever. Uh, if you have that installed on your on your phone, um, you may not be able to dial nine one one. And that sounds insane when you think about it, right? Like, what do you mean I can't dial nine one one? Now I don't know the specifics of the bug, except that it is confirmed, and that if you have an Android device uh, with Android ten or greater and you have Teams installed, and they make this big deal about whether you're logged into it or not. I don't know if that's part of it. it if you, that's if you're not that's relevant. In,
1: if you are, if you have Android ten or, or later, you have Teams installed on your phone, and you are not, not, log not into logged it. into Teams. Okay. If you try to dial 911, it hard locks your phone.
0: That's awesome. It's not awesome. That's terrible. (laughs) Because the last thing you need to have happen when you're in the middle of an emergency is your stupid computer in your pocket to flake out on you when all you're trying to do is get help. So, can you
1: guess how they figured this out?
0: Someone tried to dial 911, I'm sure, and couldn't. Did someone die? I hope no one died.
1: No, no, no. So, what happened was this was a, a Reddit thread, apparently. Yeah. Um they they attempted to call nine one their child, I think, or so, somebody had a an emergency issue. They tried to call nine one one because emergency yeah. uh dialed nine one one and the phone immediately locked. Um wow. so they went and found that they, they had a landline. I don't they must have been living in like nineteen ninety or something. Who has a
0: landline anymore? Uh, exactly. This guy um, and thank god.
1: <laughs> yep, they had a landline, so they they called on the landline to um, to nine one one and got everything taken care of. According to what I read earlier, it wasn't in, It's not in this article, but according to what I read earlier, um, the nine one one call did not go through. However, the uh, the e nine one one data did go to nine one one. the I guess the call center got a you know attempted nine one one call from this address.
0: So help may have which, come, but it would have been help entirely out of context. It,
1: would have, been it like, would have been out of context. Like the it was cops also, show up, right? It, it it was also an apartment building.
0: Oh, right. So that, so that have would that have helpful. not
1: been very helpful at all.
0: I mean, it may have been, but not helpful in in a in a good way. Like it would have been, right. not, hey, not like, a timely matter. the cops are here. If they happen across the emergency, then great. Help has come. But there's a lot of if there, right? Right. So, yeah.
1: So I guess somebody else in the thread was like, oh, that's interesting. And then recreated it. Yeah. Uh, and then Google saw that and went, uh, yeah, we should fix that, like yesterday, because... That's a big uh, deal. I mean, Goog- Google has a lot of money, but I don't know if we have that much money.
0: Yeah, right. So, right.
1: So they, they jumped on this,
0: like, wildfire. Now, uh, there now, is a. Is it a Google problem, or is it a Teams problem? Because I thought yes. I read that Microsoft was fixing the problem. Uh, they both m-
1: are. Both Microsoft is fixing it, and Google is fixing it. Okay. So there is a Teams update that may be out already or was coming out imminently that is supposed to resolve this problem. Um, But there was a, uh, also a note again, this is the other, uh, If I can remember where the other article was. I'll I'll post it. But uh, the one, the article that I read that said that Google has a update that will be out in January that will address the root of the issue.
0: Okay, cool. So um, yeah, if you have an Android device and you have teams installed, and I can I can see this as as especially in today's world, right, where we're we're all doing video conference like as a routine part of our lives. Like Girl Scout meetings are now in Zoom or something. Um, I can imagine Teams being installed on devices that maybe they wouldn't have been, and you might not be logged in because you don't you don't use it professionally. You're just like, oh, I need to join this thing so I can share Christmas presents with Grandma. Um, and now all of a sudden you can't dial nine one one and. How many people do that? Like, you don't dial that frequently. God, I hope you don't dial that frequently. And then when you really need it, it doesn't work. And you have no idea why. Because you're not a tech person. You just dialed 911. It didn't work. Your, your phone locked up. And you're like, what? Now what do I do? Yeah, that's that's a pretty pretty bad place to be. So yeah. um, it, got, it
1: got me thinking, like, how would I ever test if I was dialing 911? Because you're not supposed to call it unless it's an emergency. Right. Because then you can get in trouble. <laughs> how, do you, how do you test this? We're almost done. Uh-oh. Interruption. Small child opens the door, asks no. for thing.
0: No, that wasn't. That was my wife. Just a quick update. Oh. So, um, Okay.
1: Your wife is not a small child?
0: Well, I mean, she's much smaller than she was. Okay. I mean, I don't want to go into too, too many it details, was, but um, In
1: my defense, in my defense, your video is small and choppy and hey, it was dark.
0: And you probably haven't seen her in person in like 2 years, 3 years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> you
0: might not recognize her. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so that was our last news you, article. You Got a new wife? Yeah, right. I mean, kind of the same person. Anyway, um, right. So you know, public service announcement: If you have an Android device and you have Teams and you're not logged into it, uninstall Teams uh, until further notice. Uh, if if I see a notice of this being fixed i'll be sure to share it but uh you probably want to check you know, probably want to watch it yourself if if you're the sort of person who needs to have teams installed and not logged in Which i feel like you're probably a small edge case <laughs>
1: but uh, uh honestly i mean my my recommendation would be if this is a phone that you rely on like if this is your oh my god i have an emergency phone i don't care if you're logged into teams or not uninstall teams
0: yeah yeah,
1: I, mean, I, I I get the I get the you have to have it for work blah 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 right. like I, I don't know being alive is better than yeah having right Teams on my phone I
0: I can just imagine like you're in the middle of an emergency oh crap I have to uninstall Teams quick <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like that's crazy just crazy this is we have we have actually a cheap in fact it's free I pay for nine one one service on it and that's it we have a VoIP line that goes through Google Voice. Uh, which goes to a physical phone. It's a, it's a cordless phone, but still, and it sits in the living room, specifically so that if someone in the house needs to dial 911 and they don't have a smartphone on them, they can pick it up and dial it. Right. Now, hopefully we never have to, and hopefully it works when we do <laughs> because of all the things I just listed, all the stuff that's cobbled together to make that work. Uh, but uh, it's it's basically like a little bit of peace of mind in case like the kids have to dial 911 or something. So. yeah,
1: and just just don't throw out old phones. Old phones without SIM cards by law have to dial have to be able to dial 911.
0: Oh, there you go. So just have a smartphone sitting around that doesn't have a SIM card in it. You can still dial 911. That's cool. Does yeah. that work when mobile too?
1: Yes. Yeah, any any yes. All, oh, That's
0: cool.
1: It's a, a my understanding is that it is it look like federal law like if you uh, all if you're if you self like as long as there's an active as long as there's a tower that's active yeah. on the frequency that you're so like the old bag phones from forever ago might not be able to call 911 anymore because there's no cell, cell towers for them anymore. Right. But up until those cell towers disappeared, like I had an old bag phone like you could pick that up and dial 911 on it and it worked.
0: Wow. Good. I mean, that's like that. That's like a good law, I think. There's probably some phone company or some yeah. cell provider somewhere that's like, "God, we still have to support these stupid things for how long?" <laughs> well, it's it's just but a lives are on the line. Right? Okay.
1: <laughs> depending on how depending on how you've how they are arch- I I, man, I don't I haven't done any wireless telephony stuff, but depending on how they architected the, the whole system, all you really need is like it uh, you have you have an identifier of the phone yeah in a location on the phone yeah. and it called 911 i should be able to get you to that person that dialed 911 yeah and it's, it's and not, it's yeah. and
0: it's not like it's not like i mean i guess somebody that's creative enough could find a way to to creatively use that to make an actual phone call uh that would circumvent you know all these things that have been put in place so that you could dial 911 but for the large majority of people that's simply so that they can reach out in an emergency and that's that's a good thing like, phone companies aren't going to lose money over someone had to dial out in an emergency. I would think. <laughs> all right. I think we've belabored that point enough, and that's all the news we had for tonight.
1: Yep, that's it. No more news.
0: So, this has been fun. We've now hit at least two hours. <laughs> Thank you, folks, for hanging out. If you're still on the the stream, there's still 11 of you, according to... Uh, the stream counter here. That's pretty cool. Thanks for hanging out. That's more than we usually get for uh, for any show. And there's eleven of you that hung out for the whole show. So I guess we can thank Ed for broadcasting our message enough. So I hope you guys stick around and check out the show next time we're here. If you're new new viewers, that's awesome. Uh, if you are new and you want to be able to check us out, we are we do this this shindig roughly the second and fourth Thursday of every month. Obviously, November and December are sometimes tough for that, because the second Thursday of those both of those months fall right around some very popular holidays, like we didn't record on Thanksgiving holidays? Day. holidays? There's holidays, believe it or not. Does that mean uh, I get
1: a day off of work or something?
0: But normally, the second and fourth Thursday of the month, you can check us out live, or you can go download the show. Afterward, we'll release it, you know, as a usual podcast and you can watch us on Twitch or YouTube, youtube.com slash iron system in podcast or twitch.tv slash iron system in podcast. Uh, you can also find all the other ways that you can subscribe or watch the show on iron system com. You can subscribe to us in all the usual ways that you would subscribe to a podcast. Uh, if you find a place that you wish we were and we aren't, let me know and we'll find a way to get there. And, uh, you know, if you want to support the show, Patreon or, um, Teespring place, you can buy a t shirt. T shirts are awesome, everybody loves t shirts, they're even black. Everyone loves black t shirts. Hackers love black t shirts, right? I mean, you're wearing a black shirt. We start listing, I'm wearing a black shirt. We start
1: listing our our Amazon wish lists,
0: what? So people can buy us things,
1: yeah. I mean, that's the thing that happens, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure, let's do that. Let's do that. (laughs) All right, folks, this has been a fun show. Go check out The Holiday Hack. If you're new to the show, like I said, be sure to, uh, you know, check us out. See if you like any of the other shows and hang around if you like us. Let us know. if You got any feedback? We love feedback. Even the negative stuff. Don't <laughs> leave us negative feedback. Leave us all positive <laughs> feedback. We like the positive
1: well, stuff. we enjoy the negative feedback. It's, you know, just... What we do with it is sometimes yeah. not. Well, we've only had the one. Made, and
0: we read that. Yeah. And I, I think you guys made Mark cry over it. He still remembers it.
1: <laughs> and then we made fun of the feedback, I think.
0: so. We might have. Know. We might have. I don't remember. It's just the one. All right, folks. We can, we can ramble about feedback or we can end the show. Thank you guys for watching. Jason, you got any, uh, any final thoughts you want to share before we end?
1: No, I've run out of thoughts for the day.
0: You've run out of thoughts for the day. Are you out of whiskey too?
1: It was bourbon. Bourbon,
0: you had a bourbon? I'm I'm out of beer. I only had the one because I was too busy talking. Technically,
1: bourbon is whiskey.
0: Whiskey bourbon? Bourbon whiskey?
1: Bespoken bespoken Spirits. If you want to taste some of the best bourbon
0: I I think I've ever had, Bespoken
1: Spirits, this stuff is amazing.
0: I haven't had an Old Fashioned in a while. I'm going to have to have one. I think I even still have some rye out there.
1: They have a rye that when you mix it to make an Old Fashioned, it's... To die for, it is amazing. It's so I don't, good.
0: I don't really want to die. Although I'm not on an Android phone I mean, anymore, so maybe yeah. I would just be able to call nine one one if I felt like I was going to. I'm
1: sorry. Who am I talking to? I thought this was <laughs> Nate. I'm confused.
0: Although in true fashion, it's a da- it's a hand me down iPhone. This was my wife's. No, so no. That's why it's purple.
1: <laughs> I judge you. I judge you based on the color of your phone. I
0: have a purple iPhone. Ah, anyway, folks, it's been fun. I think we're going to call it a night. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for doing whatever the heck it is that you're doing. I'm just rambling so I can find the button that says the show's over and I found it. So see you guys next time. Thanks.